Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. Yeah. I'm your host, Laws in the building. Yeah. We got my man Aaron rocking out, my, my, my good co-host in the building. We finally here at the playoffs. Got the playoffs. We're going to talk about it. Uh, got a lot of stuff to, to, to kind of jump into this 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 podcast. Uh, of course, there were a lot of coach firings. Um, I think, you know, we was we was looking at the Joe Judge Joe, and we was I was I had my guns cocked and ready to slander, and uh, they they went ahead and reversed the reversed the judgment. And got him up out of there. Was this the people, Aaron, or was this just? Oh, they got him out. He gone. Yeah, dog. He got fired, dog. Uh, uproar. The swell was, was too crazy then. Dog. They tried I to mean, keep him. They tried to keep him. They tried to keep him, dog. It's a new day, young. Fifteen years ago, it would have been. <laughs> Those social media, been, they could have got a gun. They could have got a gun. Duh. And it, and that's the thing, like, you know. Oh, when was this? Oh. Yo, within minutes, though. Oh. I started a podcast. I mean, right on time for us. Get them out of here. We 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 gonna talk about it because because you know, it's a it's a new day. You know, before it was like you could control the media to a certain extent, but now, you know, you got podcasts, you got it's just a lot of different voices, and when the people are upset and outraged, that it, it's just a lot louder than it was before, though. Was before, so I, I mean, we gonna we gonna talk about it. Um, but for starters, we got a question of the day. Um, the question: What's up, Shim? What's good? It is a clown show. We we gonna we gonna we gonna go all the way into them waters, them deep waters. Uh, so, uh you know, in our show at some point. Um, but for starters, I saw somebody send me this video, and I, I watched it. And uh, I thought it'd be good for us to kind of talk about and get into it um, because, you know, we we talk a lot of different topics. It's not always all the time sports. We talk relationships. We do a lot of, you know, offhanded stuff. Um, and I saw this and, you know, I, I was like, OK, you know, we equal opportunists out here. We not, you know. But I, I'm going to play the clip. I'll let you see Aaron and we, we, we can rap. What about the black dating app called Black? <laughs> Oh, it's funny. I never used that one, bro. But hey, man. I mean, hey, bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. LaQuisha. Yeah. Like me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown like that. We ain't night riders. So I'm good. uh, You know, sometimes if they're, you know, red bone, but like in general, me and Fresh uh, don't dabble in the dark, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, Okay. So last one, guys. uh... (laughs) Final round. Now, we're not going to mention names for certain reasons. 
So, so this is this is a clip taken from the Fresh and Fit podcast. It's a podcast that's I would say as of late garnered a lot of steam. Um, you know, it, it they started. I, I want to say they're in Miami, but they, you know, they were able to like kind of garner a lot of attention. They had Kevin oh, Samuels on there. There it is. That's how they garnered attention. They got Kevin Samuels on there. They had, you know, you know, some video clips with him in the zone that went viral and brought a lot of attention and then started to, to pick up. Um, Aaron, can I just go in or you want you want to start? You got it. Dog, these Bamas is corny, bro. Like, it's a, and I'm not saying it just to try to slander them because it's just, so two things. One, whenever you behind the mic, right, and and you're you're in a position where you have to open your mouth and talk, right, even me, I got to be careful because sometimes you can say the wrong thing you know, even though it may not have no malice behind it or whatever, whatever. But if you talk long enough, something stupid is going to come out your mouth. And and I mean, frankly, th- this jump was just stupid. And like these are corn type to me. This is just what it come off to me. Corny type Bamas who ain't getting no love. They came up a little bit. And now they're getting shine and they just feel empowered or in a position where they can just talk however they want to talk because now they got, you know, status and money. And, you know, of course, for a man, when you have status and money, then you get pick of the litter of who you want to date, who you, you know, what kind of situations you get into. But when you're a cornball and you don't get no youngins and you, you know what I'm saying, you you in the gym trying to get Buff Bagwell so you can get youngins to look at you, you don't, you can't make statements like this. So... I, the Joe was corny to me. What, what are your thoughts, Aaron? So I got to go in a direction that people are not going to like, but it is what it is. Neither one of these Bamas are from the U.S. And, and, and it's kind of funny, like, we had these discussions about how we get viewed and how we treat people here. And we say, hey, if you've never been outside this country, like, y'all do all this traveling, like, it's crazy how, if you see how other people like view and discuss not just women, but a lot of times black women or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like one of them is from Barbados. The other one is from like somewhere in Africa somewhere. And a lot of times like they'll benefit from a lot of the, a lot of the things that black Americans have been through and take advantage of a lot of the opportunities, but they don't rock with black people like that. Not American black people. You see them mocking the Shaniquas and it, like, yeah. it's just, Bama's they don't, don't mess talk with you like, like that. that. Yeah, Bama's don't even talk like that. So I, I, yeah. I just... And, and it's like you said, you got these cornballs who they get a platform and then a celebrity sends them like out of there and all of a sudden their popularity climbs and then they start making statements and feeling like they have some type of authority or some type of uh like like they the forefront or speak for anybody oh squares like, with money dog squares with money balls. and then i've seen a couple of their episodes where like the one uh the lighter dude like he he gets like all riled up and putting women out of the show and cursing yeah. them out like or, like I'm not saying so, I'm the most like <laughs> no, but this but this is the thing when you when when black women talk about like men hating black women, 
this is the kind of Bamas they're pointing to. Right, and then we get blamed for it. Like, it gets spread because to Because it's a, it's a secret. You can tell with this Bama, it's a secret animosity because Bamas don't go out of their way to try to slander their own people, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just it just was distasteful. Uh, I know a couple of weeks we were talking about Jake Paul, but, like, if, if we want to set it up, young, like, this is a Bama, I will skedaddle his wig piece all over the ring if we want to do that. Because... <laughs> He can get the hands. We can set it up, get the gloves, make it all official, whatever. Like, if we're going to do the YouTube, make get that Bama, dog, because I really don't like that. The foreigners be cooning super heavy, though. It, you People ain't going to like it, you, but the, the foreigners be cooning heavy. And that's nothing but cooning. That's cooning, though. 101. And it, 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 it's just, yeah, it, it's terrible. You know, even stuff like that. I know a lot of people came and had stuff to say about it and stuff. And, and you know, of course, it's like, oh, your mama's black and all that stuff. S- scratch all that. That's irrelevant. Know? What color is it? It's irrelevant. Mama? It's irrelevant. Like, you sh- you shouldn't be talking like that, period. You shouldn't feel comfortable enough to use your platform. Like, you wouldn't say that about Jews. He wouldn't say that about gays. But they feel comfortable, like, going on there and saying that about black women. It's just, the joint be crazy, though. How these yeah, bamas just they show up, they act like they part of the culture till they get to a point where they can separate themselves, and then that's exactly what they do. Yeah, no, it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But I, I saw the joint. I got a little. I'm like, like these are the type of cornball, and this is the thing behind the scenes. Like this is the content that like the people want to kind of push out there. Because it's destructive, though. It's destructive. And unfortunately, like, they kind of, you know, to me, like, when you look at Kevin Samuels and you look at their content, like, they on his coattails or whatever, and some people will lump their content in the same vein. But it's totally different. Because I don't, that's not, like, when I listen to Kevin Samuels or whatever, like, his content is not, that's not his message. And he's never really trying to, like, really open open slander women or anything like that he's not that's not his objective these bamas are young they they you know the statement was ignorant it was it was flat out ignorant and then they try to like come back and like clean it up with a you know it's just preference and stuff like that and come on bro nobody buying that nobody's buying that um so yeah but i mean it is what it is, dog. But yeah, you, you uh, maybe I'll send a tweet, see if that Bama trying to square up. And I know he left weight, so he'd be tr- prime candidate to think he can see these hands and get <laughs> get punished. Uh, <laughs> you got way be- much better chance. I got my money on you over Jake Paul. <laughs> you try to wreck Jake Paul. Hey, Jake Paul. Hey, no. Jake Paul gonna put hey, you to sleep. Hey, I would have... But this, but this little cornball banner, you could knock hey, him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'd knock him out, though. I did go back and watch the uh, Jake Paul joke day. That banner was sleeping fast. <laughs> it's just like the time. Like, what I you said, say? Hold on, I'm about to be going there so with a golf club swinging that banner one time. <laughs> so they say you don't get me, huh? Oh man, I can't wait until the winter done, dog. So I can get out with that, Joe Chimba. You with me, bro? You with me? We out there hitting the links. Um, uh, before we get into, you know, the the coach firings, though. Did you see John Moran the other night? So the Bama's athleticism is off the charts. 
when you and Jeff gonna uh, send me a formal apology about that draft, Clay? Duh. We still gotta wait hey, two, look, three more years. So look, so are you Do know I need I was, sixteen more games. So 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 two things. I was I was going back through the archives because I had to count up all the games for the for the for the days. I I I owe you at least. 64 wings, though. <laughs> at least 64. <laughs> I done went through Joe. I said, I said the Washington football team, them babies would be have a winning record or 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 make the playoff. I was on crack cocaine, dog. I was bait, sniffing. Dog. He took the run con, dog. No, I ain't picked them babies in none of the games, but how I'm gonna think they gonna go to eight and eight nine? I was tripping, bro. Tripping. Uh but nonetheless. Yeah, lost that jump. Dog, the Bama John Morant, that Bama is unreal. Dog, look at this Bama, how high. Avery Bradley shooting threes. Here's a lot of Morant. What a delivery and what a finish by Morant. Dog, the Bama almost kissed the rim. Hold on, but this jump right here. This might be the most athletic play I've seen in the league in my lifetime, dog. In a basketball court, dog. You talk about like athleticism. Nah, I take that back. When J.R. Smith went baseline and 360 in the, that was unreal. Or when he caught the jump like off the, uh, J.R. Smith got some of the meanest dunks in game. In game, dog. I'm telling Bama sleep on the Bama because he played golf. Now the Bama had bounce, but Morant, dog. This Bama's different, bro. Since Derrick Rose, I mean, shout out to uh, Drew. Drew was like, uh, what's his name? Had 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 a uh, bounce too. Was kind of crazy. Um, what's his name? Uh, 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 Westbrook. And Westbrook athleticism was crazy too. It wasn't like, like this. It wasn't like this. Look at this block. Avery Bradley with the deflection against Bay. Oh my gosh. What an incredible block. My man, elbow. Son. Son. Avery Bradley with the deflection against Bay. Earn. When the last time Obama got up like that, even the LeBron, dog, whole half his body, half his body was on the top cylinder of the backboard, dog. <laughs> and he my size, dog. He not 6'9", he not 6'10". Bama's 6'3", dog. At the dog, top of the, the square. Bama might can jump on top of the basketball hoop. Like, he might can jump from the floor on top of the hoop. <laughs> I, dog, his athleticism is is unreal. It's unreal. Should How he have been the number him? one pick? Or you without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt, dog. See, the thing is, at the time, so of course, you you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, dog. You know, every time when you when you look back, you see how close the vehicle really is, dog. The mirrors don't do you justice. When you see the Bama at the time of the draft, he was a little like. Small frame. He was a little. I don't even like to use the words puny, but he was just like small frame. And Zion was looking like a grown man. So I he was, was like, overframed, though. That man was yeah. overweight even back then. He was. He was. And that's exactly I what like, I said during the draft uh, evaluations, though. Yeah. That he would not last in the league, though. 
Yeah, and, he, and up to this point, he hasn't, dog. Since he bust out his shoes, the Bama can't stay on the floor healthy. And, and he's bigger now than he was when he got hurt. Yeah, he is, dog. Yeah, he fat. Can he play D um, or tight end? He might, he might have to translate sports because right now, Bama, ain't, he ain't played this whole year because he can't get the weight off. So I don't... I don't know, bro. But that Bama job is real. And then this is the this is the this the this what takes it up enough. He's a winner, dog. He's come and made Memphis relevant, and that's hard to do. Then on top of that, I feel like the Memphis, like their organization and how they did their, you know, the pieces that they brought in, like dog, they didn't really do nothing spectacular to get their roster right. Like to me, like they didn't do nothing spectacular. Their roster pretty much is the same, if not worse than last year. And yet he's made them relevant, though. And then not only, you know, Bama's can dunk. I, you know, if if you dunking on a sorry team, he dunking on the Lakers and LeBron James and all. Josh special, dog. Last Bama who was this special. When you were just, it was undeniable, and it just kind of took the league by storm. With to my, my recollection, was Derrick Rose though, because when Derrick Rose came out of college into the league, he was just explosive. He was just dunking on everything. He was flying through the air, just doing the craziest things, athletically, um, to the point where you know his knees just was like, bro, you got to chill out. And then he just he wouldn't listen and. You know, he had the knee surgeries after knee surgeries. Can Ja hold up at this rate? Will he be able to continue this? I mean, I don't see why not, because the rest of his game is just going to improve because the athleticism is there, the leadership is there, the court vision is there. Like, he makes his teammates better. But as his jump shot gets better, um, he's just going to improve as a player. Mm-hmm. All of the hard stuff that it takes Bama's years and years to get to as far as that leadership and that court vision and just making your players better. He came in the league and it seemed like automatically he had those intangibles. So when that shot gets better, dog, if he was and in it's another already city, got be- it's already gotten better. If he was in another city, he would already be considered a superstar. But he's kind of buried in Memphis, which is a small market team. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if he's going to end up staying there. It's still early to kind of say that, but. Mm-hmm. He's legit though. Oh, he's so legit. He's so legit. And 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 if they if the if the campaign to get pieces around him has not started, those rumblings have not started. Let us be the first to say you gotta get him some pe- You need to trade and get him some real pieces beside him. Uh, a Bradley Bill, or I'm not trying to get rid of Bradley, but I'm just saying like you just need to get some legitimate pieces beside him um, because he he's he, he's the best prospect in the league in my opinion I got which comment there uh, Luca no nah, ball the young ball ball is nice though ball is nice but dog let's be honest from an athleticism standpoint yeah it's not even ball close. ain't this ball ain't ja. but ball is is real though I knew Trust me, he's a great young prospect. I'm not even diminishing. What and he has more size on him, where he can play he more positions. Size. He got a better shot. He can shoot better. Yeah. He can defend a little better. He, but 
from an athletic standpoint, who would you rather have, Ball or Ja? I think right now you starting it's to It's kind of hard to say because Ball is behind Ja by what two, three years, so the mm-hmm. development is just different. But just from a raw prospect, like both of them coming out at the same time, I'm taking a uh, Ball. Damn, Ball, six six handles. Shot, lanky, confident. shot, confidence, passing ability on ninety nine. Ja, but Ja, dog, Ja do everything really well. He does. He's not. He's not the the best shooter, but he shoots good enough. His his shot has improved. And you wouldn't it be hurt having to take either one of those, Bama. You right. You ever had him than Rui or uh, who's the other Bama's they got? Denny, other Bama's that they be drafting over here. Yeah, I mean. It's... It is what it is, though. We just got to deal with it and deal with what we got over here. Um, on to some of these coach firings, though. It was a lot of firings. Black Monday. Why they call it Black Monday, though, though? Why everything negative got to be black? You already know the drill. <laughs> Terrible, though. Denver, Vic Fangio out as the coach. Uh, are you surprised by this? Is this... I was surprised by the hire. He was like 64 when they hired him. I didn't really see what the, well, clearly um, Elway don't really know what he's doing over there, but outside of- Not at all. Outside of uh, getting Peyton there, he hasn't really done anything that made sense. Um, So I didn't understand the hire in the first place, and it seemed like they're pretty much over. Um, Because there were a lot of high expectations for Denver the last couple of years in that defense, and it was underwhelming both years. So I guess they figured they ready to go in another direction. Yeah, I mean, Denver, they just, you know, they just been around, dog. Like, I mean, I think they have weapons on offense. And, you know, I thought they, you know, they had flashes with Teddy Bridgewater and some moments. But just overall, just, it just looked to be stuck. Like the organization, the franchise. I mean, I know they had Drew Locke and he just couldn't take that next step forward. Um, you know, you know, I, we all say it all the time. When your quarterback situation is not secure, is it's gonna hold you back. Um, you know, that's that's always priority number one to get that quarterback position locked up. But and it just seems like you know that wasn't something they were able to do. So he's out. Uh, then you had Matt Nagy out of he the head coach. He had to go, Aaron. And, and you had the GM uh, Ryan Pace to go with him. He should have went a two for one five years ago when he moved up to get your biscuit. Dog, we talked about that move so many times. The Trubisky jump set him back, and he was still able to stay. They still got chance after chance, and I, I just think this was the end of the road for both Nagy and uh, Pace. But uh, I mean. I think the Chicago Bears job is a desirable one, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they still have pieces. They should have been much better than they were this year, and they have a young quarterback that they just drafted that's showing athleticism, looked like he was getting better as the year went on. Mm-hmm. Um, they fix up that old line, and then they could be right back in it in the next two years. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who, what coaches they interview for that, talking that about job. um Flores and uh and uh Flores. The, the boy out in um Tampa uh Leftwich. 
I like Flores, dog. I mean, speaking of Flores, Flores was fired. This was, I don't think anybody really had this or seen this coming. Flores he was has fired. a winning record the last two years in Miami. They swept the Patriots this year, won the last three games. Winning record. Like, I mean, you look at his his his, his time there, two winning seasons back to back. They just missed the playoffs. Uh, I mean, they're in a tough division, though. And I I mean they beat the Patriots twice. Who's beating the Patriots, though, other than Miami Dolphins as of late? And that wasn't enough because usually, you know how I used to be in in those, uh, like, you know, in that division. If you beat the Patriots, that just earned you equity and credit for, you know, a lifetime. But it wasn't enough. And they as you can see. Eight out of their last nine games. And these are the coaches that got fired. And, and out of all of them, he had the best record. So, I mean, of course. He's coveted out here on the circuit right now. And if he goes to we'll Chicago... We'll see if he gets hired, though. Because everybody's saying, oh, that was egregious. You know how they placate to uh, the black the black base. If he doesn't end up getting hired, then that says a completely different story. That does. Meanwhile, you got Ron still got his job. You know what I mean? Judge, who they had the, the media and the local fan base had to force him out. His ownership wanted to keep him in. It's just... It's the stuff we be talking about, dog. That's why we got to do our own our own uh, podcast. No. Well, something good came out of this. Joe Judge, after a whole day of slandering, mind you, everybody was slandering these Bamas heavy all day long. They finally got him out of there. They finally got him out of there, Aaron. What did it take? The New York fan base uproar. The say you remember when Washington hired uh, Jim Fossil, and the word got out, and the fans were in such an uproar that they unhired Bama after they had hired him. It, it, it's it's kind of similar. It's like they tried to justify bringing him back when there was no justification. We told you in training camp when he pulled that stunt that he'd lost the locker room before the year started. He wasn't a good coach, and it was going to be over for the year. But no, it's just just training kit. You know how they do. They want to argue everything we tell them instead of paying homage. Yeah, it's just training camp, man. Like, uh, don't worry. Like, does it... Dog, you can't be yelling at grown men. Batman's was retiring from the team. Yeah. Starting left tackles and and, and guards was like, dog, I'm not dealing with this Batman. He tried a strong arm and you can't do that to grown men, dog. I mean, not we see we they not going for it, and you trying to be all heavy handed and yelling on Bama's because you on a high seat and think that's going to get you anywhere. Though it was so bad that the team players from the team, when asked if they wanted Joe Judge back, said no. Openly, they was openly saying no. Dog, <laughs> it, it's it's reported that players didn't want him back. He lost the locker room, and it was clear. Like you're, first of all, you're a special teams coach. You're not some football guru genius who, you know, what I mean, you weren't some old coordinator who had some system that was unstoppable. You are a special teams coordinator who shouldn't have gotten the job in the first place. Dog, didn't the last game he had his Bama's running QB sneaks? 
Not on the one yard line, on, Aaron. On third. You know, dog, <laughs> on the ten. one yard line, okay, you on the one or you on the half yard and you trying to get a little space for your kicker, but you on the five, four, five yard line. Because you don't have faith in the guys you brought in. These are your guys. You brought the racists in who said only elite white people should have guns. Uh, clearly, he's not elite. You you running third and 10, you running quarterback sneaks on your own 20. It's just like, dog, these people create these messes and then use the messes as an excuse not to be successful. It's just ridiculous. Dog, but, that, but despite all that, Aaron, the management was going to bring this scrub ball Bama back. The Giants have been trash for like five years and they've been fine with it. It seemed like the ownership has been on the other stuff, though. Like they just been fine with, with trash. Daniel Jones has been trash. They've been fine with it. And so, I mean, this is what you get. When you draft bums, when you bring that Bama, the GM over, he got his collar or his shirt, three buttons down, gold chain sitting out, taco me sitting on his chest, talking about he know better than everybody else and going to draft a bum that we said was going to be a bum. Like, stop this what you get when you empower these kind of people to make the football decisions. Dog, this is what you get every time. Every time. And it's, and, it, and it's the thing, like, we said it early on, and, and shout out to D, because usually D be on here, and he'll, you know, as a Giants fan, this Bama's tapped into everything Giants going on, and he was even able to say, like, I don't, I don't know about this hire. Like, I don't think it's a good one. And, you know, just like everything, you know, we have our, our, you know, we pontificate and then we, you know, give a prediction. And then when it come to fruition, then we come and talk our ish. We be like, hey, we told you. Um, but this show, I, I mean, they didn't need to wait 18 weeks to, to know that this dude was some sauce. They didn't have to wait 18 weeks, though. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this roster, though, because you got Saquon? What do you do with Saquon? Er? You're talking about letting him go. Because he's not the same since the uh, ACL tear. Though, honestly, I think, and, and granted, I'm not running a football team to be able to say this, but like, they had a lot of hopes that I thought was just like fool's go. Like, they were just like, yeah, we're just going to get our team back and this is going to happen and this, this, and that. They probably would have benefited from just letting Saquon just really just get all the way 100% healthy. Because even when he came back, I felt like he was still like 65, 70%. And he was playing, trying to get healthy. The quarterback is a bum. It's the same situation here. Like, do you want to run it back one more time to see the losing one more time? Like, it's trash. Like, why do you have to see it again? But because of the way the owner has behaved in the past, people are going to force, you need, uh, what do they say? Um, you need, um, what's the word? It starts with a C where you. Uh, confirmation? Con- continuity, basically. Oh, continu- like, oh just, yeah, that's the, oh, they love that you word. You love continuity to see it one more time, one more time. Same with Jay, one more time, one more time. When you know a guy can't do it and it can't get done, move on. I don't yeah, care if it's no. a year. I don't care if it's six months. I don't care if it's three years. No, three games. Once you know, once you know get them out of there. Move on. Make the moves. But that's not how, especially in the NFC East, it's a you lot see, of dinosaurs. You know, you know who East. you know who make moves like that? Jerry. Bill. Oh, yeah. Bill Belichick can do it, too. I'm going to cut a bama three games in. We yeah, once you see it, doesn't, it's not what? working, you just move on. 
Yeah. That's why they're able to retool so fast or just, you know what I mean, get back because they're constantly evaluating and they yeah. know what they're looking at. And once they realize, oh, that's not going to work, time to do something yeah. else. They but everybody else just has to see it three or four. You know what I mean? It's just. Bama's getting old. They ain't got another 20, 30 years to wait for another <laughs> Super Bowl down here. So. Don't. NFC East is going to have to get younger at ownership. It, it's just. They still have an old dinosaur way of thinking. I don't know if a couple people got to die off or what it has to be, but the philosophies are just so old. Speaking of philosophies are old, Kirk Cousins Cousins got another tandem fired, dog. (laughs) Kirk Cousins got another coach and GM fired, dog. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And granted, I'm not even putting it all on Kirk because, you know, we like to pick on Kirk because he was, you know, a former player here. But I'm just saying, he's a loser. Yes, facts. But Mike Zimmer has some 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 blame, of course. He's definitely culpable in, in you know, his own demise, per se. The loss to Detroit was egregious. And I watched that game to the bitter end, and I was thinking in my head, like, Dog, you got to fire this coach because if you don't know that Jared Goff, his kryptonite is pressure and you, instead of giving him pressure, you drop back your whole secondary. I, I'm just like, dog, you on hard drugs or your mind not right and you you need to be in an old folks home chilling somewhere because you don't know, you, you're not tapped into football anymore. And Kirk Cousins, of course, you know, he was able to, this dude is slippery, dog. Cause he got out of the COVID zone hit on a game that they had to win versus the Green Bay Packers. He got to sit at home, watch the Bamas take a L, and then basically skate off into the sunset, dog. Do you think he survives the next coach hiring and GM hiring? Not if it's Flores. It all depends on who's coming. I mean, I don't know what that rest of that contract looks like. Because if I'm not mistaken, they just re-upped him yeah, they on the book. last year or something. They on the so books. They might be stuck with him, but if they're smart and they can get a young guy to come in and play for cheap um, and basically have him compete with Kirk and mm-hmm. make Kirk sit on the bench, um, to me, that would make more sense than just or moving him. I don't know what the, what flexibility does the GM have. Are you just going to tank this year, get a high pick, so go ahead and cut Kirk and take that? 50 mil or whatever it is against the cap. It all depends on what the strategy is or what, what the plan is moving forward. I would cut him. <laughs> I wouldn't cut him. I would trade him. I somebody would be him. dumb enough to take him. Yeah. You know, he got a lot I'm taking of, the lot cap of... hit in the first year because I'm cutting all the fat off off the break. Be sorry mm-hmm. one time instead of spreading it out, be mediocre and get, you know what I mean? Take three, four years to be seven and nine, six and 10 yeah. and be dummies like down here. You get rid of everything. You be bad like the Jaguars. Get a top pick. Get an elite player and move forward. Mm-hmm. No, but you, you, you know that those opportunities don't really come, like to to do it that way. But I'm gonna say that's gonna be my like, like 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 Flores. He actually came in and because of the pressure and who knows him and the GM might have been because you know how they do they might pick the GM versus the coach and then the GM's like well it ain't gonna be me so it's gotta be you if the if the owner is kind of leaving it out there or just you know basically right. drops the the, uh, the the lunch on the lunch table and be like first come first serve like you know what I'm saying one of them type of situations so you 
we don't know necessarily the dynamic that was in Miami that was going on that may have led to Flores being out. But and you gotta also understand they started out one and seven. And so like just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, when you build something and it doesn't work, they had a bunch of draft picks. Like and they were expecting to be good this year, building off of being having 10 wins last year. So when you start mm-hmm. off one and seven, the ownership is looking like, is it the pieces or is it the person handling the pieces? It's gotta be somebody. You know what I mean? And then blame starts going back and forth. Things get passive aggressive. So mm-hmm. this might have been a done deal at one and seven to where they based the GM had written this Bama off at that point. And the eight wins out of nine games was basically irrelevant at that point because the relationship probably was, was already- so far deteriorated. And then you could tell he didn't like Tua where the GM drafted Tua anyway pretty mm-hmm. high. So it's like when those kind of push and pulls happen, somebody has to go. It's just unfortunate that you got a black gym and a black head coach in this situation that you would want to root for because this doesn't really exist in the league. Mm-hmm. But then it also the same thing happens that happens everywhere else. You know, I mean, they couldn't figure out a way to um, to make that work. And starting out one and seven is egregious. Like it is egregious. But but again, to finish with eight out of nine wins, you can't start one and seven. Unacceptable, unacceptable. But again. The rattle off eight in a row, dog. That's not nothing to sneeze at. Like, I mean, Fact. granted. You got to be an adult and be able, as new information comes in, you got to be able to adjust and pivot off of decisions you made three months ago when Bamas was one and seven. Like, that's part of being a professional and being good at your job is like, oh, there's new information. So there has to be an adjustment made. Yeah. But apparently when egos get involved, you know how it go. Some say They don't some, like uh, each other. And, and, and Price saying that there was a, a conflict potentially between the philosophies on how they want to like actually play, because uh, you know Flores is more defensive minded, um, and the team kind of took on that identity. Um, and of course, you know everybody want to be slinging it around, throwing. But there's only one Aaron Rodgers. There's only one, uh, you know, Tom Brady in the league. Like you know, it ain't. Every, every team will want to sling it around. It just don't work that way. Um, and it's so hard to be a head coach and a play caller. Like, it's only a handful of those guys mm-hmm. in the league. Like, Andy Reid does it. Um, Sean McVay delegates everything else to other coaches and handles the offense. Like, Cal does the play calling. It's like a, a select few guys that can handle that level of responsibility and run a football team. And it's just a very rich point of view to, like, it's hard to get a head coach that one can garner the leadership in the locker room, run an NFL team and win. And when you got a guy that can win for you to feel like, Oh, we need not just winning, but we want to win this kind of way. Like you got to be careful. It's a slippery slope because you could be like Washington searching for coaches for 10, 15, 20, 30 years and, and never end up finding that guy that can win consistently. Well, Word on the street is Stephen Ross is on back channels trying to holler at Jim Harbaugh to see if he can come coach his team. Um, I don't, I mean. Didn't he get run out of San Fran? Has he been underwhelming at Michigan? You know, dog, you know relationships trump production. So he denied saying that. You think he's a liar? You, You think he lying flat out? Flat out, he lying. What you mean? I do. I think. 
<laughs> Don't they all lie? <laughs> what you mean? Oh, you know I'm with you on that, but uh, the Bama oh, ca- usually they lie behind the scenes. Like he came out on the mic himself and said, "Nah, I'm not gonna be the one to take Harbaugh <laughs> from Michigan." So if he backpedal off of that, no, the fact that he even said that out loud tells you it's it's Swellington. He on Swellington Avenue, dog. <laughs> I, I mean, well, yeah. I, I just, who knows? Van saying Harbaugh rumored to be talking about Vegas, but Vegas, Vegas still got their coach. That's because their season not over yet. Unless these Bamers win the Super Bowl, his ass out of it. You think so? He out of there. Dog, what's up with Brandon Staley though? That Bama is the worst coach I ever seen in my life. You got, you got, arguably the John Morant of football on your team. His All arm is his arm is ridiculous. That Bama look the like fourth and twenty one touchdown, his- dog. The pass he threw that never was higher than neck high, dog, on a rope in between two other Bama, dog. You talk about you talk about arm strength and power and accuracy combined. Dog, he, he, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Pat Mahomes, and you got uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert, dog. That's the end he of the conversation, three. right? That's there. it. Dog, he was, it's, it's throws that he made in that game that only he can make. And yet, you fumbled the bag. So at the end of the game, they had the end of the game, the Sunday night game, they called a timeout. And all the players are saying that per, from the timeout, that's what caused them to run the run the ball again. And Brandon Staley came out in his press conference saying he called a timeout because he wanted to get his run defense defenders in there. But then these Batman's gave up eight yards on the run. So I I'm confused because <laughs> you get you get defenders in to stop the run and then give up eight yards on the run. I just I'm I'm baffled by that. But nonetheless, they call a timeout, and then the uh, Raiders go for it again, and then they kick the field goal and win the game. When If it would have ended in a tie, both teams would have went to the playoffs, and Tomlin and the Steelers would have been out. Did, did they play it the way they were supposed to play it? Like, I mean... This Brandon Staley need to be. <laughs> they sitting at home. No, he's he's completely mismanaged the team. Um, I don't think you gotten much more than what you got from uh, Anthony Lynn last year. Like, they, Them, no, it's the exact, it's the same thing. Like they squander away opportunity being up, thinking you're going to uh, get a bunch of victories, and then the way the team was playing with the momentum early in the year is just to lose that and to miss the playoffs completely especially when the Chiefs were down for the first half of the year. It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Van, y'all winning the Super Bowl, man? I don't, listen, Raiders, one thing about that team, they gritty, dog. They fight to the bitter end. That white boy, the DN? Yo, he... That man was nasty. He's tenacious. Dog, there was... Crosby? That's, yeah, Crosby. But that's the thing. The, uh... Um... 
Brandon Staley ain't make no adjustments to that. This he was using the right terrorizing. <laughs> he was terrorizing the, the right tackle all night long. This bad man ain't do nothing to stop it. And they said he didn't want to uh, take away from Jared Cook coming off the edge when he had four catches for the whole game. So you're going to take his four catches and just let him terrorize the right tackle the whole game versus letting the Bama chip or, or block on a couple plays. It's just it's a bunch of ridiculousness, though. And they want to act like he's another boy genius. Like, get out of here. Dog, and you see when Justin Herbert got time to throw? Dog. He made a bunch is, of good fourth down plays. He was six for six on fourth down with a touchdown, 120 <laughs> yards. Like, the pressure un- unfazed, dog. Unfazed. Like, he, he's going to be the next one. Like, him and Mahomes going to own the league for the next 10 to 15 years, dog. Well, he can't own it if your coach is an idiot. They'll figure that part out. He might be out of there in the next year or two. If he pulls this stunt again, like they're gonna have to get him out of it. No, but Aaron, we are you we just talked about it on the last segment. Once you've seen it, you already know. But the I, difference there he, with he, here, he they got they got one. They're not gonna fumble away his career for some lame, you know what I mean? Like they already got the guy. Like they're not gonna fumble away Herbert's career on a lame coach. They're gonna figure that part out. It's different here when you don't have a quarterback. Or like with the Giants where you don't have a quarterback, so the dinosaurs just go over and over and over in the same cycle. It's not like it's just completely different situation. I just though I'm just talking about from a coaching standpoint. Watching that game was so frustrating. That's been their season though, Harold. They've been doing that all season. Fumbling yeah. away <laughs> victories. They should have twelve wins with that roster they had. Twelve wins, easily, easily, easily. And then they won some squeakers, but dog, you can't. The game should like. First of all, this is part of the problem. They let the Raiders mulhold them. Like it's like they were fighting the entire time to get back in the game. And it's like, dog, you got the best. You got a third best quarterback in the league. Why are you fighting from behind every game, dog? All these games. Right. They got Joey Bosa. They got uh what's the safety from Florida State? Like they got pieces all over the field. They got Eckler. They refuse to run the ball or use him. It's just, it's a bunch of idiocy going on over there. It's like he's clueless. Give no. give Bill Belichick this exact squad. <laughs> no, no. Give him this exact squad and watch what happens. Get Super Kyle Bowl. this squad. Kyle would fry with this. Oh, my. There's so many coaches that you could just, like, if you just hand them this situation with the roster that he has. No, just flip-flop. Just give Herbert, throw Herbert over on the Steelers. Get Tom, no, if you give Tom in this squad, though. <laughs> 15 wins. <laughs> Easy. Easy, dog. I just was, I was baffled. I'm like, dog, you just gonna let Mac, Max Crosby just sack your man all night long? Single-handedly terrorize the entire gameplay. Almost caught, dog, after the first pressure where he almost caused him to fumble, I'd have been like, yeah, we gotta stop this, dog. Chip him all night. Just take him out of He was the only Bama really generating real pressure, for real. Against the same opponent. And one-on-one every time. It didn't, it didn't make sense to me. It, it was like Spurrier. Me. You remember when Spurrier refused to make adjustments for Patrick Rams? He just let him, like you said, get his head skedaddle all over the field. No hot route, nothing to just, to just go through with it. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Herbert, dog. I, all Herbert got to say is like, I don't know about this team, young. I might want to be traded. Then they'll figure the coach out. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> right now, he got the glow. He don't even know it. The Bama's whole, his whole character, mindset, all everything monotone, just reg, regular he, steady. He seems he aloof. But he get yeah. on the field and he dog, be, be he turned into a, Yeah, he turned into a, a killer. Dog, he's official. He's a he might be one of my favorite players in the league, dog. Even though the Bama got the the face like like he work at Home Depot in the back, dog. And, but that Bama real. He, he looked real. like a liberal white woman. That's what he looked like. <laughs> That's why I have him so him high. Him and Mac Jones. Him and Mac Jones. <laughs> Bama looked just like a liberal white woman. That's why I was like, this face, I don't know, dog. dog yeah, I was I was skeptical of the face. I think I might, even face, slander, I might even slander his face on, on the thing. Uh, speaking of faces, dog, you do the 10-year uh, challenge, John? You know, good and damn well, I ain't do no 10-year challenge. You ain't do 10-year <laughs> challenge, dog. You see, see me? <laughs> see me 10 years ago, dog. 10 years ago to the day. This is, that's in the streets, Harold? With the hat dog, on backwards? You already know, dog. You already know. Look, look. You can't see the shirt, dog. That's a shooter's joke, though. Oh, he was, that's a shooter's. He was you already know. We was out here. No mask and everything, dog. 10-year challenge while we doing it. We we done, dog. We done. <laughs> Get him out of here. We done. Uh, all right, on to the games for this week. We in the playoffs. We got the playoff game set up. Let's see what we got here. We got the Las Vegas Raiders, dog. How much money do you think the Bama's had on that, that Chargers game, dog? Because apparently, if it would have ended in a tie, Vegas would have been out like a couple mil. Damn. So they needed that jump to go down the way it went down. I, I mean, honestly, the way I think about it, I'm a conspiracy theorist. It was only going to go down one way. A team was going to win. Vegas not taking no L's, dog. They was going to call a phantom penalty <laughs> flag on a play. Bama's going to get two extra kicks. Whatever they got to do to make it go the way they wanted to go, it was going to happen. Uh, we got the Vegas Raiders. At the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I think your man will be playing this game. Quarterback Burrow. Oh, he playing? I think so. Honestly, if he doesn't play, I don't think they have a chance versus the Raiders, honestly. It's six and a half. I think that's steep, even if Burrow plays. I'm going to go ahead and take the Raiders to cover. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. Um, six and a half is high in a in a uh, in a playoff game, and I think I mean just from watching the game, I think the Raiders do have the formula to win. I think they do have the formula. Excuse me. Uh, so we both both with the Raiders. Uh oh, Van says it's gonna be cold. Does that does that impact the game? I don't think Vegas necessarily slings it around like that anyway. Um I think they'll both um lean on a running game. I don't know what the temperature's mm-hmm. gonna be, but I still think that six and a half is steep. Mm-hmm. If this was Kirk Cousins playing in the cold, I feel differently, but I think Vegas gonna cover the six and a half. Bengals, they did their uh, stadium out, outdoors, right? 
Yeah. It's in the elements. That's an interesting nugget. Six and a half in a playoff game? Dog, I yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Raiders, dog. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. So we 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 unanimous on that one. Uh New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are favorite four and a half. Patriots coming off a loss to the Dolphins. Uh, Bills looking to, I, I mean, they beat the Patriots the last time they played. This will be the third time they face off this year. I think the Buffalo Bills won't sabotage themselves this game. Um, I think it bodes well for them that it's in Buffalo and not in New England. Um, I'm gonna go with Buffalo Bills to to, to cover. Yeah, I like the Bills, Bills in this one. Okay, unanimous. All right, Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favorite minus eight and a half at home. Uh, Eagles rested all basically their entire team. The final game of the season. So everybody should be well rested. Uh, Tampa Bay lost a lot of receivers, but I think they'll have Mike Evans and I think Chris Godwin will be available in this game. Um, and Gronk. Uh, but not so sure about their running backs and if they'll have them back. I know, I know one was out due to COVID. So I think Jones was out due to COVID. Um, but who you rocking with? Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus the eight and a half. I am going to have to. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. I just think there's a lot. Um, I, I just think that the Buccaneers have not been the Bucks that we know them to be as of late. And I, I just think that, uh, what's my man name for Philly, the quarterback? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts will just present some issues for them defensively. So I got the Eagles. You got the Bucks. All right. San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are favorite minus three and a half. San Francisco coming off the, the big comeback win. Uh I I know Dallas is a better team than the San Francisco 49ers. But but I don't I I just don't know I, I feel like it's a tale of two two stories Dak and them they play a walk in the park their last game basically against the second team for much of the game and now they're coming in and playing San Francisco that's juiced up that's excited from their, their win against the Rams which is a good football team I just think that they'll be fully prepared for what the Dallas will, will bring to the table. And I think we'll start 
that conversation around Dak Prescott and the Kirk Cousins whole conversation will come back. Shout out my man Earl. I know he didn't like that conversation at all, but <laughs> but I but I think it might be in play here. If you lose to the San Francisco 49ers, the criticism and the scrutiny is gonna be heavy. Uh I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think Dallas's D-line is going to destroy and terrorize uh, Garoppolo. And you know he's an idiot when he starts getting pressure. He's probably going to give up two, but, maybe three uh, idiot uh, interceptions. So I'm going to take that, Dallas to cover. But that, that's the thing that I, I anticipate that this will be a San Francisco game where they really try to dictate the, the, the play through run game. And we all know, like, when it comes to, like, playoffs and winning playoff games, like, when you just get pass happy, it's just not a formula for success in the, in the playoffs. Like, unless you got the three of the top quarterbacks in the league, I mean, you could probably get away with it. But, like, usually the playoff games are, like, very physical, tough, grinded-out football games. And so I think that San Francisco with just, you know, the – deployment of running backs um how they play throughout the season at times where they just really been run centered and focused and kind of dominated from a run standpoint i just don't i don't know that the cowboys will be ready for that type of physicality and play like i think they expect the version of the san francisco 49ers that they saw in this last week versus the rams which was you know I mean, for all the four quarters, I mean, into the last, I would say the last five minutes, you saw Garoppolo really like throwing the football a lot because um, they were down and they had to. But I just, I don't know, something something smells of this game. Um, I got the 49ers, you got the Cowboys, minus the three and a half, okay? Uh, next game on the docket, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favorite minus 12 and a half. So clearly nobody's giving the Steelers a chance at at winning this football game at all. I think Ben is so washed, there's no way they'll be able to keep up. Um, There's no way. Uh, Then if there's weather, which it's likely to be, it's almost, I'm inclined to take the Chiefs. I think it's going to be bad. So this is the thing. I'm inclined to take the Chiefs right with you. But the only thing that's holding me back is that Mike Tomlin, though, his football team is rarely not prepared to play these type of games. And just a a season ago, a year ago, I feel like they were in a dogfight with the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I mean, these teams have familiarity with one another. I think Tomlin is good at preparing his football team to play a football game. Um, like you say, weather may be a factor in this one. Um, and I I could see the Pittsburgh Steelers losing, but not by 12 and a half points, though. You're saying it's going to be 30 to 10. I don't see how Pittsburgh is going to score enough. Let me pull up the forecast first. But Ben's old. He's not throwing the ball well. Um, It seems like all of their wins, they're barely squeaking out enough points. I just don't see it. 
Well, I mean, the Chiefs' defense is not not tops in the league. Where you be like, have oh. to be when you playing against Ben. He's washed. He's washed, washed. Actually, the Kansas City Chiefs' defense this year has been good as of late, except for the the fat last weekend. Um, or the weekend before that when they gave up a lot of points. But I mean, he is washed, but Let's see what the temperature gonna be. Thirty nine. It's gonna be cold though. It's cold. So it's 39 not miserable. Thirty nine is cold, but it's not like it's not Green Bay. So I mean, eh, I just maybe they don't win by twelve and a half, but I just I don't have faith in, in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. being able to put up enough points to uh, to keep up. Okay. Now, now okay. Kansas City comes out and Mahomes is on his dumb stuff again, give up two early picks, or basically keeps them in the game to where they have to squeak it out late. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if they come out with all cylinders going and, and they score a touchdown early, Casey, it might be ugly. And they'll be all talking right. about firing Tomlin again. So you know oh, my goodness. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams. Cardinals are underdogs four and a half at the Rams. Now, I think the Rams are going... This is... I think the Rams are going to win by double digits. I got the Rams. Minus the four and a half. All right. Cardinals. Aaron is going with the cards. Well, once I get these totals up, we still got, we still, it's still games out here, dog. Well, Staff would be pissing me off. These yeah. Bama should be clearing away the dominant team to go ahead and win the Super Bowl, at least in the NFC, right behind Green Bay. But these, these Bama. I mean, they may, you know. Make it interesting, bro. That's that's sports for you. You already know. You already know. Uh, Rui back, dog. He back. All six points. <laughs> he only played like I think he played like twelve or seventeen minutes, something like that. He looked okay. He looked all right. All right. Um. Anything else I, I forgot today? Nobody um, got fired down this way. Everybody's coming back. They asked him about his coordinators. He said, I'm not going to talk about that. Why not? Because he didn't have to. Like, it's an unreasonable question to ask when your defense is 27th in the league with seven first round picks. It's time, dog. It's Ron time. Ron Khan got to go. I'm going to start the tweet like I did for Scott Brooks. You don't want that. I got Scott Brooks out of here. We made a song about the Batman and everything. Got him out of here. Took, it took longer than it should have. But Ron Ron next. He next. I'm going to start that hashtag Ron Khan. And then... But... Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Uh, shout out to Jenna Garcia. Shout out to Lance J Radio, Free Agent Radio. Shout out to uh, Kicking It With G-Man. Shout out to uh, Where's Buffy Podcast. Shout out to uh, Sports Talk Tasha. Everybody who rock with us heavy. 
my man Wes, Van, uh, all the people who joined us today. Uh, until next time, we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do-